Hey everybody, welcome to episode 38 of the Balance Room Music Podcast. I'm your host, musician and producer, Ingrid Wood, W-O-O-D-E. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play for you to listen and subscribe to. Uh, For my new and returning Balance Room listeners, welcome. I appreciate you for hitting play. And while this is the Balance Room Music Podcast, it's not just for music lovers or musicians, but this podcast is for creatives who already are or who have a desire to make a living from their creative side. I just so happen to be a musician, so the way I produce the podcast kind of comes from a, a musical and storytelling point of view most of the time now if it sounds like i'm outside that's because i am Uh, so it's not a sound effect for my new listeners sometimes i I do add sound effects within the podcast but no if you hear birds chirping or cars driving by or a random lawnmower going off um yes i'm this is ambient noise i'm sitting outside this is going to be a fairly quick episode um so I, i took a break from what i was doing and i wanted to come outside for a few minutes to record this quick episode all right so i want to share a really quick sound bite from somebody who i follow his name is chase jarvis he is a photographer he's in the tech world really a, a creative entrepreneur if you've ever heard of something called creative live he's the one who created that somebody worth following so i will put all of his information like his youtube channel and everything like that i'll put put his information in the podcast description if you're not sure where the podcast description is within the app that you're listening to this episode on that's okay you can always go to thebalanceroom.com look for the respective episode in this case episode 38 and you will find anything that i talk about the links contact information all that stuff you'll find that there so I'm going to share this really quick sound bite, and then I'm going to come back and talk to you for a second afterwards. I have never to this day taken a client who came into my world as a $1,000 or a $5,000 client. I've never turned him into a $50,000 client this many times. I'm not saying don't take money at a low rate, because if you can get paid to use a camera, that's probably a good thing. But If you're hanging on to the idea that you're going to take this person who once gave you $500 and turned it into $5,000 or $50,000, you are high. (laughs) It never happens, because here's why. When the person gets, let's say they gave you $1,000, and they say, how much do you cost? And you're like, oh, it's $8,000. Like, oh, I only got $500. You're like, okay. First of all, there's a lot of things wrong with that, but... And they say, you figure out a way to justify it in your mind, and there are many ways. Um, but they say, okay, great, here's 500, you go take that picture and you deliver. And they say, man, if you just do this one job, there's all kinds of jobs down, you know, on the other end of this. When they have a $5,000 budget, when they do get that budget, do they go to the person who did it for 500? Will they ever go to the person who did it for 500? Who will they go to? They will go to the person that they couldn't get who said, I'm 10 grand. And they say, I only have 500. And they said, Go find a $500 photographer. Have a great day. I wish you the very best. And I think you can, there are plenty of photographers out there who do that work. And I think, you know, if your budget changes, give me a call sometime in the future. Best of luck to you. Very positive, very direct. Say that they, they maintain their own value. And the person who said no to them when they had a $500 budget that was 10000 when they have 5000 
they call that person. That's not to say that in individual clients they won't evolve over time, but I don't believe that you should wait around chasing the clients who are a $500 client trying to make them into 5,000. Okay, so I agree 100% with everything that Chase just said. And he said it well, he said it concise, so I'm not gonna reiterate it or try to say it a different way. He said it perfectly. But what I do wanna do is add on to it. Uh, to what he said so you know I'm like I said I'm, I'm a musician so I, I write and I produce and I perform but another side of my creative entrepreneur life is I make a living also as a photographer doing photography and videography and I will say that being a performer is uh, it's different than writing and producing for somebody else but writing and producing for somebody else is very similar to videography or photography because you know I'm trying to figure out of course I'm bringing my unique way of how I do things and how I tell stories I'm bringing my unique way to the table but it's about the client is the focal point you know making sure that I tell their story the best way um, and in a way that is pleasing to them and I want to make sure that that I preface what I'm about to say. I want to say this. So there, I think there's definitely a lot of gray area in the subject. I don't think it's black and white. It's a lot of gray area. Um, but I want to say this also that there there's no way of getting around paying dues and putting the time in um, because I've spent years of doing things for little little to no money and, and to be honest I, I still would depending on the person and uh the situation and really my intuition you know I can't do it for everybody because I would go broke and be exhausted and depressed but yeah that's why I said it's a lot it's, it's gray area it's not I will never do anything for zero money that that's not what I'm about to say um but you know that it's paying dues because of those years and doing those projects that nobody see or doing those things that people do see but you don't get any money for whatever the case may be you are you're sharpening your skills you're learning how to deal with people you are um, learning how to work under pressure you're learning how to deal with problems in the moment deal with fear deal with insecurity um i could go on but you know all those years it's never in vain because you are sharpening your skills during all that period of time of, of paying your dues. But when you do get to a place where people pay you for what you do, I have noticed that, and I use the $500 client versus the $5,000 client. I have noticed that there's not, it's not necessarily that, that those are two different people or two different type of people, but it's really that it's two different type of mentalities. So I'm going to share something, um, but I'm going to keep some of the details out only because this particular situation, um, I didn't I didn't take it personal. It was really a, a learning experience for me, but just in case anybody who was affiliated with this particular event, just in case they listen to this episode, I don't want them to be offended. Uh, but, you know, this is my podcast, which means I can share whatever I want to share, however I want to share it, as long as I feel that you all, the listeners, will gain value from it. Um, I'm just trying not to be messy at the same time, too. But so anyways. So here we go. So a friend of mine uh, who's a business owner, he hired me to do videography. Sorry, here comes the wind. He hired me to do videography and photography for this charitable event that he was doing. 
and um, again trying to spare details the gist of this event was they are service providers and uh, they wanted to service as many clients at this particular event as they could for the free for free so because this was a charitable event I decided um, I wasn't asked to do this I decided to take my rates down significantly and so I did like a general thing that I was doing but I also did a personalized thing for each person if they wanted it so you know some people didn't want it I can always respect the no some people did want it and they paid for it and they were grateful um and <laughs> some people wanted it but they bitched about it they were like it better be good as this better be worth my money and it wasn't a joke like they were serious <laughs> and um but the annoying thing that I thought about was well and and just to give you like a kind of a frame of reference reference without giving numbers per se the amount that I lowered my rate to um it was so low that you can't even you can't even fill your gas tank with this particular amount that I lowered my rate to. So, with that being said, I'm I'm sitting here thinking like you know, the client who pays what this what this service is actually worth. We don't even have this type of conversation. This whole this better be worth it. Um, this better be good. We don't have that type of conversation the conversation with the client who knows who respects this you know the work and the rate the most we talk about is you know the client says what do you need from me and when do you think this will be done there's no micromanaging there's no disrespect um there's none of that so rather than taking something like that personal and internalizing it, I just look at it as it, it's a certain type of mentality that certain types of, of clients have a certain type of mentality. And again, it's not black and white. It's not always if this, then that. There's a lot of gray area on this type of subject. But that's my takeaway. Well, that's pretty much it. I told you I wanted to keep this episode short and sweet. Remember, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play for you to listen and subscribe to. Until next episode, this is your host, Ingrid Wood. Even when I'm gone, my voice will still be here. Make sure that yours is as well. Take care, God bless, and stay balanced. Hey, everybody. This is True Fire, and you are listening to the Balance Room Podcast with my good friend, Ingrid Wood.